For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. First question this week came in via text. Hi, this is Tab from Salt Lake City. Wanted to know what are some of your favorite horror anthologies. Aside from Trick or Treat, Southbound is one of my favorites. I've rewatched so many times. Thanks, Tab. Uh, you know, I've never seen Southbound. I don't know what it's about at all. See the looks that I get that don't <laughs> translate on a podcast. No, I, I think because I think that you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm sure I would. I just haven't heard of it or, or I've seen it. Uh, I might have seen, um, no, I'm not even going to speculate as to why I might not have seen it. Uh, let's start out with Xena. Whoa. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, so I kind of <laughs> split this up with series and then movies. It's one I, out of three every I know, week. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> it's like I, I won the lotto. That's how it feels. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you get like scratch offs, like I was testing my luck this weekend and I didn't win anything. So it feels like I won. Well, so, you uh, won the horror anthology lotto. Yay. Okay. Well, first I'll start off. Um, It's funny, too, because I actually did kind of watch like the anthology series, but we'll get to that later. Ha, ha, ha. That's my sneaky laugh. I'm sorry. I had so much caffeine today. Um, So first, I'm going to go with Masters of Horror because it's one of my all-time absolute favorites. I absolutely love this series. And then Folklore, which the season, the second season's out on um, HBO Max, and I still need to watch it, but I watched the first season. Fell Mm -hmm. in love with it. I also have to talk about American Horror Story. I don't care what anyone says, okay? I always enjoy the show so much. And then something a little bit more like kitty friendly type of thing you know um of course you know there's a are you afraid of the dark i started watching the new version but i can't really say how i feel about it yet you know um but i will say like the og version my life and then also goosebumps because that theme song still slaps to this day and um the haunting hour which is a really good one oh and then another show on netflix called creeped out which is really good i can go on and then movie wise I'm doing go my on. best. <laughs> go on, go on. Keep going. Really? Okay, well, movie-wise, I was just going to say um, Tales from the Dark Side, and then also I want to throw in Body Bags, because I just watched that last night, because I like uh, the way like it makes me bags. feel. And then, of course, Tell from the Hood, because that's a classic, and it just mm-hmm. lives in my Absolutely. mind rent-free. Yes. That, that's all I have. John, John, I think you got to go. Yeah, I don't think there's any left. Yeah, um, no, no, no. So there's a lot. There's a lot left. Yeah. I mean, my, my answer was Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt is just my all-time favorite. They're one of the few old-school DVDs that I still own that I'm never getting rid of. Mm -hmm. Even if it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll just buy the Blu-ray, but I'm going to keep the old discs, too. I don't even know if it's available streaming. Um, You know, besides that, anthologies generally work for me. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the VHS series. 
Um, you know, like you said, American Horror Story, which can be hit or miss, but generally speaking, my issue isn't with like the production side of things, like the acting or anything like that. Generally, the actors are fantastic. Yeah. Usually it's just the story mm -hmm. kind of runs out or it's kind of like, okay, it's, it's still going for some yeah. reason. Um, yeah, Body Bags is great. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, Creep Show. Like, yeah, anthologies kind of work just in that realm of even not good ones mm -hmm. will usually have a story, you know, like one or two that work. Maybe you didn't necessarily like all of them. That's kind of the beauty of it, right? Yeah. You don't like it. It's kind of like you don't like the weather. You In Minnesota, you wait 20 minutes and it'll change sort of thing. <laughs> Same thing. You don't like the story, wait 20 minutes. You'll find one. How about you, Megan? Um, so I'm putting this out there because somebody needs to put it out on Blu-ray. Campfire Tales. <gasps> yes. Why? I feel like people would love that. That would be more talked about if that was more available. It's not available to rent. You can't, I mean, you can yeah. find it maybe out of print DVD for an obscene amount of money. That one I adore. Um, Black Sabbath, uh, Asylum. Um, some newer ones, Three Extremes, if you like extreme horror. And surprisingly, Park Chan-wook and Takashi Miike don't have the most screwed up segment of the bunch. That is Fruit Chan's Dumplings. If you know, you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. Holidays has, like what John was saying, some, some kind of weak sauce segments, but some really, really good ones that mm -hmm. more than compensate for that. Uh, I'm surprised John didn't mention the Mortuary Collection because I'm pretty sure you liked that one, right? Yeah, I like the Mortuary Collection. Oh, I also forgot Freddy's Nightmares. There you they're go. Super cheesy, but they're so rooted in a specific time mm -hmm. that it works. Like I'll be, I was watching them again on Screenbox, and I was just like, "Whoo, these are." That was an interesting writers' room for that one. I don't, I don't know how they got this script out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Last one I'll throw out is um, the more recent Cabinets of Curiosities. Oh, I knew you would say oh, that okay, one. That's so, that one's so fantastic. Yeah. Especially Tim Blake Nelson, the very first episode. I love that one so much. There. And the one where they do the autopsy. Oh. That one was so good. There you go. <sighs> so, yeah, I think I think short version, we like all the anthology movies. Just all of them. Just yeah, all of them. All, all of them. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so if you needed suggestions, I hope you found them somewhere <laughs> in all of those. If not, Xena's got more. <laughs> scribble them down yeah all right next question came in by email from cara i believe cara or kara i'm going to say cara i apologize if i'm saying it incorrectly from norwich england you know, who had a very very sweet email but we're going to stick to the question at hand which is which or what are each of your favorite sci-fi horror films that's an hard. equally difficult question yeah. so hard <laughs> So let's start with Megan. <laughs> of course, the one who is whining the loudest about how yeah, hard this is. Yeah. Oh man, thanks, John. Yeah, um, gosh, John. Happy tax day. <laughs> Dang, oh, he's coming out swinging. Somebody is full of piss and vinegar, thanks to uh, Uncle oh, Sam. <laughs> it's mostly vinegar at this point. Yeah. Um. Uh, obviously, The Fly, The Blob, Event Horizon, Slither, Annihilation. Yes. Um. Did I say the hidden, the platform, coherence? I could go on all day, so, so I'm stopping ready. there. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Zena, how about you? Um, 
you know what? I don't always watch a lot of sci-fi, but when I do, I always find ones that are just like, woo. So that for me would be um, the Black Island, Block Island Sound. I know John's seen that one as well. I think it's still on Netflix. And then more of a recent watch for me that I fell in love with, Significant Other. That one, I love it so much. And then I have to throw in Come True because I always... I was thinking... Yeah, I have to like rewatch that every once in a while just because it's so good. And then um, Body Snatchers, um, 93. Like, I love, Mm. love that movie so much. So, yeah... I'm gonna be up to like 3 a.m. being like, why didn't I say this movie? Oh no, there's so there's there's a lot. There's so many. Yeah. I know. I was going through and I was like, oh man, like when you actually think about that Venn diagram overlap, yeah. sci-fi is just a right lot. for it. Yeah. It's PB and J. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking I, I would keep it simple. Alien and aliens. That's where it stops. Um does it stop there? No. Oh, okay. That was those were commas. Okay. Uh, Infinity Pool, Ooh. which I would call sci-fi. No, it is. And and to save time, anything from uh, Benson and Moorhead. Oh, nice. I think Look I think they you. all count as sci-fi. I agree. So, in particular, resolution because of the acting performances nice. are just so amazing. Love but this question. Close behind with endless. Yeah kind of makes me just want to go find a bunch of sci-fi horror movies and watch those all week and the thing which i might do the thing and mm-hmm. the thing i can't, I can't believe we didn't say the i thing. know there's there's gonna be i'm gonna be screaming at myself for the rest of the week <laughs> why didn't you say this <laughs> we're gonna have a new segment on the podcast following up from the week before Follow for the stuff up. we meant to say the week <laughs> we should <laughs> full hour of just movie titles just this is all we forgot to say like, instead of like apologies or updates or like redacted or whatever, yeah, like here's, when you're like, here's oh, a that correction. W- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no corrections. Just like, ah, this is what we wanted to talk about. Here's a thousand more movies. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of living in a world where you constantly feel like you need to correct yourself, welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Podcast, everyone, the podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things we love in the horror world and help us discuss the disgusting. You know her as lead movie critic for Bloody Disgusting. Horror movie fanatic and journalist Megan Navarro. Hey, Megan. Hi. Hi. And you know her from her YouTube channel and website, Real Queen of Horror, and her infinite love for the genre, Zena Dixon. Hey, Zena. Hello. And I'm John. If you're listening to this on Wednesday when the episode drops, we hope your week's been filled with all the best kinds of horror. And if not, we're going to do our quick round the table for the movies, books, games, or anything else in horror that are making the three of us smile right now. Maybe it'll be things that'll make you smile too. So, Megan, what's been filling your heart this week? End of the line. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I I ordered this as well. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Tell me everything. I think Zina started drooling. Like some Pavlovian response. (laughs) Yeah, we're clearly horror sisters because this was um, this was a blind purchase for me as well. I just liked the cover, and they they called this like a very like one of the scariest overlooked movies of the early aughts. I don't know that I think it's Mm. the scariest, but um. It is pretty fun. Um, it's it's an interesting one. It's a Canadian horror movie released in 2007. It uh, centers around Karen. She's a young psychiatric nurse. She gets off her shift, takes the last late night subway train home for the night. Um, but her and all the passengers on board get stuck. The car, mm-hmm. the train gets stopped in the middle of a tunnel and they are left fighting for their lives as a doomsday cult descends. And on top of that, there's potentially monsters lurking about um there it's it's super interesting don't eat muffins that's what this movie <laughs> taught me and um it, no deal no deal I mean, oh, are you 
D- is this the episode where we learn John's a muffin connoisseur? I am a muffin man. Whoa. You are a you're muffin man. <laughs> you're a muffin man. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, well, this this movie will be a big problem for you because muffins, no bueno. Um, it is very indie horror. There's definitely some kind of rough seams and acting and stuff, but the the concept is really new and unique and it does have like a few good scares. Like there's an opening jump scare that actually got me really good. Um so yeah, it's super interesting. I am very curious to see or hear what you think of it, Zena, when you see it. Uh, I can't I wait. like that we both blind bought this same disc. Um uh, but yeah I got it from Terrorvision. Uh, so yeah, fun, fun. I love finding stuff that had kind of slipped through the cracks. Yes. And then out, uh, premiering this Sunday, the 23rd on MGM plus is the second season of from, I got to check out the first half of season two. It'll be airing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's going to air like weekly. So yeah, but it's it's basically if you don't remember because I talked about season one a year ago mm-hmm. and loved it, and it's it's picks up right where season two ends. Not going to get into the the plot because you may not have seen season one, which is currently available to watch on MGM Plus or Prime Video free currently. So mm-hmm. definitely watch it because it, it is from the makers of Lost and it is very Lost-like and that it's a mystery box show where people end up in this town and they cannot leave. Like they'll try and drive out and they cannot leave and they're stuck there. And at night, monsters come out. So they have to stay inside and they have to use these totems or the monsters will eat them. And that's Ugh. only the tip of the iceberg, um, especially so if you see good. season one where some really insane stuff happens at the season finale and it just literally just like hits the ground running. Um so if you didn't like Lost because it doesn't give you answers right away, that's probably going to frustrate you. But I don't know that you're you're going to care as much because it's so fast paced. Like, it's just boom, boom. Like, the stuff that it's throwing at these poor people, it does not stop. Like, I yeah. swear they get maybe like a minute and then, oh, a house fell down. <laughs> and Like, it's insane. So really, really good stuff. I highly recommend giving it a shot and then checking it out on MGM plus when season two drops so we can, you know, eventually get answers. So that's my okay, question. Cause you watched half of it. Okay. Yes, the show yes. had me, I love it, but it had me so stressed. It is very Will stressful. It make me stressed? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my yes, gosh. Absolutely. Okay. Just soiled. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm wearing <laughs> So like. That's why you're wearing tank tops all the time. Wearing tank tops. <laughs> this, this is not a, a season two spoiler. This is a hint of like, towards the end of season one arachnophobes beware there's no arachnophobic mm. worries so far in season two okay okay so, but it's still stressful it's you, still super stressful you say like um, like lost how you didn't get answers right away i don't recall lost giving any answers <laughs> i feel like it does but whether you're satisfied by those answers is a different story mm. nice. fair enough I'm not a good person. I wasn't a good person when I was watching Lost. So I'm definitely, I was a tr- I was a Twitter troll at that point. No, no. I wasn't on Twitter. I just said that personality. Yeah, but like also the thing that so far, knock on wood, uh, that is different is that was back then. TV was totally different. It was far ahead of the binge era. And there were like extremely long pauses in between these seasons. Like there were. Yeah. 
I think, I don't know if it was production or I don't know if there was a strike or something back then, but I remember some of the seasons would take forever, which would mean yeah. we would be waiting forever for no answers. And I this... think one of them, there was a writer's strike and that was what part of one of the big pauses later on was. Yeah. Which, you know, potentially could be deja vu because we do have one on the cusp of actually coming to pass hopefully not i i hope writers get exactly what they deserve and want um because yeah. they're worth it but yeah <laughs> so good times awesome. and i'm gonna give xena a little break sure There's a little time I, you know i'm i'm cool this week i had caffeine settled down all right <laughs> Weird. all right i'm gonna talk about 2021 slumber party massacre Yay. which is available right now on shutter a remake of the 1982 slasher film about sorority girls attacked by a maniac killer with a large electric drill. So have you two both seen this? Oh, yeah. Where would you rank it on, like, of the three originals in this one, where would you rank this one? Um, Personally. Nobody get mad at this. Anyone listening <laughs> to this, don't get mad. This is a personal opinion about how someone liked a movie. For me, okay, I have a love-hate relationship with the first one for some reason. I more love hmm. it, but, you know, there's some certain things, like, where someone's banging at a door. It's like, girl, how don't you hear that, you know? But mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say that I'm going to put it, like, two, one. Well, the whole series or just the first two, you said? I'm sorry. The first three and then this one. Oh my gosh. Give me a I second. Me, me, there's only been out. four. I'm just thinking three because I don't know if there's been more than the three and then the remake. I think there, the yeah. there is. Um, Are there? There's for sure three. I don't think I've seen a fourth unless. Okay. It's like a lower budget one. So I don't know if they, if, if they would count it as that. Um, it's on. No, no, you're you're right, Megan. So it is just the three, but I could have sworn that there there was like another one, and maybe they just don't count it. Or oh, is there? Or are you like thinking like because Prom Night has the random fourth that always gets forgotten? Like yeah, there's a fourth prom. There night? are there are four prom nights. Yes. Huh. I don't know. Well, maybe you know what? No, you're right because I'm confusing it. They have a cheerleader massacre series, and that uh, one's different. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, there's, so there's, that one's yeah. different. Sorry about that. Oh, good. Cheerleader massacre, slumber park massacre, or slumber party massacre, <laughs> sorority house massacre. Yeah, <laughs> all of the lots the of massacres, massacres happening yeah. with college age coeds. Uh, how about you, Megan? Oh, but I didn't even answer. I know she's, <laughs> she's got it. She's she's very determined. We gotta we gotta let let her rank them. Well, no, no, no. I don't want to answer. I'm nervous. <laughs> Okay, I'll go. It's not, it's not that I disliked where I saw this going and I decided to blow past you, Zena. I still want to know. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought you said, because you said two, one, and then I thought you were going to say this one. Okay, yeah. So now since I can like visually see it, I pulled it up. I'm going to okay. say, yeah, two, one, three, four. And not that I hate any of them. Well, this the first four, one's a little, four being uh, the remake, right? The reboot. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. So that's that's how I have it. Okay. Okay. I I'm close. For me, I think it is two, one remake, three, and I don't. It's a tough one because this can't exist without 
the original mm-hmm. movie. I mean, it's in conversation yeah. with that yeah. one. Yeah. I think I'm one, two, four, three. Um, I still like I still like the originals a lot of series. Like I, I and I know you guys love the soundtrack to the second one. Why don't you want to ride in the Tokyo convertible? <laughs> I'm not saying I don't want to ride in the Tokyo convertible. I never said I don't want to. Okay, good, because you have to. It's, it's a it's a requisite. Okay, noted. Uh yeah, I thought as far as reboots or, or continuations, gender swap or, or or kind of turning the narrative on its head is concerned. I thought it was fun. Like I thought it was good. Can this be what I... boy slumber parties are like? Yeah. This is you remember how you thought that like two was what girl slumber parties were like? This hey, this is what hey. Zena and I think boy slumber parties are like. We do. Guess guess what? It is. <laughs> this is twenty twenty three. Year is already made. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is exactly what we do at Slumber Party. Oh my gosh, I love this. Nobody ruined this for me. Nobody. <laughs> no, yeah, the hard part about it really is just keeping your abs in really good shape for the slumber party. That's the tough part. The slumber party is the celebration of all the core work we've been doing for like months at a time. Yeah. And then just like, you know, the, obviously the slow motion camera work gets expensive, mm-hmm. but it's worth it because yeah. it's, you know, it's bros. Bros before hoes, right? <laughs> And all the feathers and the pillows. So, oh, so many feathers. You got to get them hypoallergenic just in case someone's allergic. And wow. down. It's, oh, God, you got to bring an EpiPen because last time Eric all of a sudden sucked down some Eric. goose down. We didn't thank, know. Thank Eric, you. Every time. Thank you, John, for not only keeping this alive, but making it so complex that it feels even more real. Well, it's, it's the complicated stuff's the best stuff. We love a good detail. Yeah. So... I enjoyed it. it. It's fine. It, it's a fun watch. It's not recreating the wheel by any means. It's kind of just turning the some of the conventions on its head. I like kind of the plot twist about why they're there, like that concept. I really didn't understand the cookies. I, I'm confused <laughs> about what the cookies were supposed to be. I just know what they did to people. <laughs> so I kind of got lost there. Uh, go watch it and find out if you don't know. And then explain to me about the cookies. I don't I remember. Don't I remember the slumber party. That's what counts to, my, to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> so, yeah. So, listeners, feel free to tell me what was happening there because I totally missed it and I apologize. But, yeah, uh, totally worth a watch, you know, especially if you want to see those conventions change in kind of a gender swap manner and see <laughs> kind of problematic guys. Like, they're largely problematic and stupid. Uh <laughs> But they, they're kind of self-aware of being problematic. and Maybe that's like a Gen Z woke thing. I don't know. I'm Anyway. Then I watched 2022's Blood Relatives on Shudder, which was uh, assigned to me by Megan. Yeah. A vampire's loner lifestyle is thrown into disarray when a teenager shows up claiming to be his daughter. And she's got the fangs to prove it. <laughs> on a road trip across America's blacktop, they decide to sink their teeth into family life. All right, Megan, why this one? Because Noah Sagan is a mensch of a vampire. I has another cameo that I thought she would like. One really amazing car. And I thought it was like a really sweet horror comedy that you would probably appreciate. Wait, which cameo do you, did you think I'd appreciate? Uh, the Scare Me one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with um, Josh Rubens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to like send him a message on Instagram that I thought he knocked it out of the park. That was great. You did a great job there. 
totally unexpected. Also, Tracy Toms, who people would recognize from Rent and Death Proof. Uh, just probably the most chill character I've actually ever seen her play yeah. <laughs> is in this movie. She tends to be play the extremes really well. So, uh, Super charming movie. I wasn't sure what to expect with this sort of thing. Like the, oh, okay, now my kid's showing up. And yes, there's the vampire twist, whatever. But I really liked how it played. And I did not expect the third act to be what it was. Like, I thought it was going to be what the second act is, was going to be, well, what the first and second act, I thought that was going to be the whole movie. Mm. I didn't think there was going to be like, okay, next step. Then it's like, oh, that was completely unexpected that they were going through that. Um, And I wasn't sure how I would like it at first, but I really appreciated that the, um, we'll call it the dramatic tension Mm -hmm. that usually happens towards the end of the second act kind of only happens for like five minutes in the third act and then we find like resolution and catharsis in what's going on but it's yeah noah sagan and uh victoria is it morales um were great on screen together they played off each other really really well and i couldn't think of noah sagan from anything else except for knives out he's in because he's a Knives Out, and he's in Glass Onion. If you haven't seen him in Glass Onion, watch Glass Onion again and find him, because he's there. All all <laughs> Ryan Johnson movies. All of them. He's is he? in every single one, from Brick to uh, Looper to, you know, the Knives he's Out in, mysteries. Oh, he is in Looper. He's one of the he's one of the guys. He's one of the blunderbuss guys. Yeah. Or the, or the Gat guy, or the Gat men, or whatever they're called. That's right. No, he's great. And I love him in the original um, Knives Out. Like, he's just, he's got such great comedic timing. For for those movies, and I suppose just a good matchup for Ryan Johnson's types of scripts. Yeah. Um, yeah, not necessarily the movie that I would have gone after to watch, but again, really fun and charming. Like it, it wasn't overly complicated or drawn out. Like it's not like it was reinventing the wheel, but it was a really fun trip to watch. Yeah. Very very watchable. Very very fun, and just well acted across the board. Like I didn't think there was anything where I was like, well, that's. Well, why they do that? That wasn't necessary or anything. Like, it felt like just a really tight movie. They weren't just throwing stuff in to throw stuff in. He wrote this because he was becoming a dad and kind of rectifying his old life with his becoming a dad. He gave it a vampire spin. And you can see he, like, dedicates it to his children. It's very sweet. That's beautiful. Horror with heart. Writing horror is cathartic. That's honestly how I got into writing horror was dealing with stuff in my own life that I didn't know how to do it or how to deal with it. And so I started writing stories about it. And I was like, oh, I can kind of I can find catharsis in my own little like resolution in this really strange way. So, yeah, totally recommend it's on Shutter if you haven't seen it. Blood Relatives. Nice. All right, Zena, hopefully your caffeine hasn't worn off. No, it's still there. So right. I uh, <laughs> first checked out Fear Itself. 2008, the series, the anthology series, uh, basically um, there are 13 separate episodes and they're 60, pretty much 60 um, minute films. And they're from like horror writers, directors and stuff like that. So I really love Masters of Horror, as I said earlier. So I wanted to watch something similar. And I don't remember watching this when it first aired back in 2008. Um, And someone actually on Twitter recommended it to me a couple of years ago. And so I watched a few episodes, but I didn't finish. This was like years ago. So then I decided, uh, decided this past week just to 
you know, check it out. And oh my gosh, I really, really <laughs> love it so much. Hands down, one of my favorite episodes. Um, it's episode five and it stars Elizabeth Moss and it's called Eater. Mm. It's so good. Like she plays this rookie cop and she has to like watch this cannibalistic serial killer. Ah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's really good <laughs> and stuff like that. But they have like a lot of awesome episodes. There's one, another episode. If you really like um, Doug Jones, he plays mm. this um, missing husband, father, missing husband and father. And basically they find him, right? They live out in the woods and stuff like that, but he's not the same. And I won't, <laughs> I won't expose, you know, the stuff, but it's like very like grossy. And there's a fun werewolf episode as well. So yeah, all of the episodes, I had a like good time with it as well. So if you are a fan of Masters of Horror or you just like anthology series um, and you haven't seen this one, I say check it out if you watched it, but it's been a while. I think you should still check it out. So had a lot of fun with it and it's available on YouTube for free, all of the episodes. So just in case. Uh, the next thing yes. I checked out, Unseen, from yes. just came out this year, 2023, on Apple TV. Sam, a gas station clerk, receives a random call from Emily, a nearly blind woman who's running from her murderous ex in the woods. Using a phone, Sam becomes Emily's only chance for survival as she guides the terrified woman through a video call. So I thought that this one was going to be similar to um, this movie, I think. I don't know if it came out last year or in 2021. I, I get 2021. I still think that 2021 was last year. Um is it C for me? And with that one. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be similar to that, um, which not in a mean way. That one just wasn't for me. But this one, I had a really, really fun time with this one. I feel like it's a very fast paced survival horror. And it's only an hour and 15 minutes. Like it completely blows by. It's a simple story. They don't overcomplicate things. Um, we just follow these two very different young women and the things that they're Going, you know, going through it, everything like that. We see how they get involved by chance. And um, it's a really wild ride. And what's crazy is this isn't spoiling it or anything, but I'll say that there's like two villains. The other one is just like an everyday person who's a customer <laughs> who comes in to. Yeah. Okay. That's that, that's not going. That'll be too spoily. So I'll just leave it right there. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrifying. You know, I hope I, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm working retail anymore. Jesus. But anyway, um, but yeah, this is a really fun movie. Yeah, For any particular reason or just so nobody tries to call you up asking for help because their no, glasses broke and the lost in the woods. It's more because of this particular customer who is mm. just very much entitled. Everything is about this individual. And I mean, I, I actually did. I used to deal with that a lot working in retail. And I'm sure like many people, if you work in oh, hospitality gosh. and so you already know it, I, I just, I can't do it. But uh, the last thing I will say, I don't like slushies, but this movie made me want <laughs> a slushie. So, but yeah, if you want like a fun indie horror, you know, that's full of humor and heart. I don't know. That's heart. Heart. I don't know heart. why I said it like heart. that. Heart. But yeah, we I love a good check this one out. I mean, you don't like slushies. I really just don't like at Cause, all. Just because it's cold sugar? Mm, yeah, pretty much. And then, you know, it doesn't matter what flavor I get. It doesn't really taste like that flavor. I know you're like, oh, well, maybe you had the, the a wrong smoothie. No, I try them all, and I just I just don't like them, and I don't want them. I'm sorry. Ah, damn it. Zena's detractors <laughs> suddenly broke into our podcast feed again and just started talking crap. I hate it when they do that. They're so mean. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> the worst all right before we move on what did we watch and how did we watch it 
I watched End of the Line on Blu-ray and From, which premieres uh, this Sunday on MGM+. And I watched 2021 Slumber Party Massacre on Shudder and Blood Relatives also on Shudder. I checked out Fear Itself on YouTube and Unseen on Apple TV. And I don't need homework for next week because we're doing something different next week. We'll still be here. We just won't be doing the regular format. Hint, hint. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, enough about what we've been watching this week. It's time for Megan to bring us up to speed on the news and trending topics in the world of horror. So what's going on, Megan? Stuff. Uh, lots of stuff, actually. Uh, not not enough space in an episode for all of the news that dropped last week. But here's some highlights. Uh, Universal's The Last Voyage of the Demeter is bringing Dracula back to theaters, even though he's still in theaters technically with Renfield right now. Um, but he's coming back to theaters on August 11th, 2023. And they dropped the trailer last week to prove it. Uh, writer Broggy shoots script. The Last Voyage of the Demeter has been floating around for many years now, like I feel like 20 years possibly, with several, several different directors attached at various points. Um, they've included David Slade, Neil Marshall, among many others who are going to do this project, and then it just fell back into development hell. The director who eventually ended up on board the ship is Andre Overdahl, who did uh, Troll Hunter, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. This stars Corey Hawkins, who uh, you might recognize from The Walking Dead or Kong Skull Island. uh, He also stars alongside Liam Cunningham, Aisling Franciosi, David Dasmalchian. The latest version of the script was written by Zach Olkowitz, uh, who penned Bullet Train. The film is based on a single chapter, The Captain's Log, from Bram Stoker's classic 1897 novel, Dracula. The chapter tells of the story of the Russian schooner, Demeter, which was chartered to carry private cargo uh, from Carpathia to London, and it's going to detail the strange events that befell the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a terrifying presence aboard the ship. So, obviously, the trailer indicates it won't be an exact retelling because it's a movie and that's a novel. You can check the trailer out below. I also interviewed Andre last week for the trailer, who described this movie to me as Alien on the Ocean and A Haunted House at Sea. So, those are magic words for me. I'm in. Did you say you could check the trailer out below? Below what? Did I say check out the trailer below? (laughs) Below, I don't know. Below the ocean. Check it out online is what I meant to say. You could check it out online. There we go. Not below. <laughs> I'm I'm in sea oh, mode already. Writers. We're going to the depths of the sea. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can check it out online now is what I meant to say. As well as the interview with go. the director where he talked a little bit about what we can expect. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for... Sometimes I just say things that are not what's in my head. I don't know if that's a problem for anybody else. <laughs> Oh, you'd have to ask my wife about that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, some John news. I obviously couldn't let this mm-hmm. go without mentioning that every story has an origin. 
and found footage hit Hell House LLC is no exception. The franchise's upcoming fourth movie will be a prequel tale. Uh, director Steven Cognetti announced, I'm probably botching his name, I apologize, but he announced on Twitter over the weekend that filming on Hell House LLC Origins, the Carmichael Manor is now officially underway. The team explained in the first chapter what will become known as Hell House LLC Origin film. A group of cold case investigators stay at the Carmichael Manor, a site of grisly and unsolved murders of the Carmichael Carmichael family back in the 80s. After four nights, the group was never heard from again. What is discovered on their footage is even more disturbing than anything found on the Hell House tapes, which is a big Big claim to make. I'm I'm very curious. Uh, when you all shared the tweet that whoever shared with the bloody disgusting account of someone should like keep an eye on John when the news breaks. <laughs> I definitely got the vapors. Uh, I I may have gone and fainted uh, on on my Shea Lounge for a little while and fanned myself. Uh, no, I'm super excited. Obviously, I can't wait to see. It's definitely a really big tease as far as just continuing the series like i'm curious to see where it goes or where it starts i suppose yeah where it starts in the 80s we're going back to the 80s y'all i i do love analog you do love analog well maybe this i don't know maybe they'll do something like that or maybe they won't i guess we'll see how the found footage style looks when it's an 80s set movie um but as long as they bring the scares i'm fine um so last year there was a Danish horror movie that was super bleak that had people buzzing, and that was Speak No Evil. And it was announced that they're remaking it. Blumhouse will be remaking it. And James Watkins, who was behind Eden Lake, an equally bleak movie, and The Woman in Black, is directing for Blumhouse and Universal. And it's James McAvoy that's been set to star. Universal will release Speak No nice. Evil in theaters on August 9th, 2024. Yep. You can watch the original on Shudder. Um, and if you need a refresher, it is about a Danish family who visits a Dutch family they met on holiday. What was supposed to be an idyllic weekend slowly starts unraveling as the Danes try and stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. Unpleasantness is an understatement of the year. It's pretty nihilistic, so be warned. Uh, but James Watkins also wrote the script for the Speak No Evil remake. Jason Blum will produce the upcoming film for Blumhouse with original director Christian Taftrup executive producing. All right, listeners, your turn. Do you like slushies? <laughs> what movie gives you the vapors? You can call or text us at 224-475-1040. The number is also in the show notes, or feel free to email us at bedisgustingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, Zena is going to make all our lives easier in this sea of horror movie options and clue us in what's appearing soon that we should be watching. So, Zena, what should we be watching? Well, we have a pretty awesome week. So this Friday on the 21st, Evil Dead Rise will be in theaters. Yay! So excited to see this one. A woman finds herself in the fight of her life when an ancient book gives gives birth to a bloodthirsty demons that run amok in a Los Angeles apartment building. And then also in theaters, Boo is Afraid, following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mattered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fear as he embarks on an epic odyssey back home. Then just in case if you don't want to go to the theaters, available on Shutter will be the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. This is the start of season five. Um, you'll be able to check it out on Shutter TV. 
It'll be starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then available on demand on Sunday, April 23rd. So just in case if you want to check that out. And then also Bury the Bride will be available on Tubi. Bride-to-be June's bachelorette party turns deadly when her bloodthirsty fiancé and his friends show up to crash the party. So you're probably wondering, oh, bloody? Why are they bloody? I don't know. We just have to watch to find out why they're bloody. (laughs) Just watch it. Stop asking us so many questions (laughs) and go watch it. So then also on Sunday, the 23rd, From will be available. As Megan said, you'll be able to check it out on Amazon or on Epics. I know that there's a app thingy because I think that's how I watched it last year. Um, but yeah, season two will be available. So yeah, unravel the mystery. Ah, ah. Okay, and then on <laughs> Tuesday, the 25th, we have the Boulay Brothers Halfway to Halloween TV special that will be available on Shudder. Um, you can check it out if you're just someone like many of us just cannot wait for Halloween check this out. And then Fear will be available on Blu-ray slash DVD. So this one is about some friends who decide to go to a cabin to hang out. Next thing you know, they're just telling each other all their fears and they awaken something within that cabin. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping it was the MTV series Fear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was such a great series. I love that series so much. And then we have Blood Relatives. So just in case, John, if you love the movie so much, you'll be able to own it on Blu-ray or on DVD. Okay, I don't know. I was saying. (laughs) Okay, and then finally, we have exhibit number eight. This will be available on VOD. When a woman and her cameraman friend, that's what it says, um, begin to investigate the mysterious disappearance of her brother, years before they cross paths with another film crew that is creating something even more sinister and as always bloody disgusting tv is available for you as well as screen box and that's the bloody disgusting podcast for this week everyone if you'd like to read more from megan you can check out her reviews at bloodydisgusting.com and on twitter at haunted meg xena can be found on her own website real queen of horror the youtube channel of the same name or at lovely xena on twitter and you can hear me on my weekly horror narration podcast creepy yep still a creep away camp <laughs> Don't forget to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BeDisgustingPod or drop us an email at BeDisgustingPodcast at gmail.com. So for this week, I'm John. I'm Megan. I'm Zena. Grab some popcorn, cozy up on the couch, and watch something you love. Just make sure it's something bloody. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.